This is the emergency medical minute. Um, okay, so does anyone care about fluids, IV fluids? Anyone? Anyone at all? Anyone? Yeah. yeah. Okay. IV fluids. So big, big crowd pleaser here. Um, so does anyone care about why we use lactated ringers, especially in sepsis, for resuscitation as opposed to normal sealing anymore? Has anyone done a medical minute on this recently? Yeah, acidosis, right. So I wanted to do kind of a, I wanted to start about 1850 and talk about IV fluids and their creation. And then we'll move into the 20th century here. So does anyone know when IV fluids were first administered? For, for what reason? Did you read that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They had some concoction that they used in the cholera outbreak in London in the 1850s. Uh, it wasn't really until about 30 years later that Sidney Ringer <laughs> developed ringers. <laughs> and then uh, in the 1930s, they added lactate to it. So, um, so really, if you think about it in the grand scheme of medicine, IV fluids sort of preceded a lot of really significant medical interventions like antibiotics, um, that sort of thing. So, um, so forever, we've used a lot of saline. Anyone have an idea of how much saline we use in the United States? Close, 200 million liters of saline per year in the United States. So a lot of saline, right? Um, and so, you know, the switch to lactate, lactated ringers obviously has kind of a pretty significant implication in the context of why we're using it and how that's going to affect that balance. Um, so sodium, normal saline gives you 154 milliequivalents of sodium and chloride, right? And you can develop hyperchloremic metabolic acidosis because chloride is an anion. Um, your normal chloride should be around 110, so obviously if you have a lot of chloride extra, that can, with a negative anion, cause you to become acidotic with negative anions. So, at any rate, um, so basically, and lactated ringers contains uh, saline, potassium, calcium, and of course lactate. And then the serum osmolality is, is actually not all that different between the two. Um, if you talk about other buffered fluids like plasma light, which I don't even do we even have it, use it? I don't know. I mean, some of the studies talk about using plasma light has a, a more uh, isotonic osmolality. But regardless, the, the point being is that um, the, the lactate is a lactic base. So it's not like giving lactic acid. It actually gives us a lactic base, which provides buffering capability to turn into lactic acid. So sodium lactate helps you to buffer and thereby improve your acidotic state. So obviously a lot of patients that are septic are acidotic, so uh, specifically in sepsis, this sort of makes sense on paper, right? So um, SMART trial. So SMART trial was in the New England General Medicine done at Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt apparently has five ICUs. Never really been there, but it sounds pretty huge. So they accumulated 15,000 plus patients who were over 18 admitted to either the ICU, the OR, or the ER. And on even months, they were given a buffered solution. And they mentioned that they gave either plasma light or LR, but they don't really clarify. Um, it sounds like from kind of deducing, they use mostly lactated ringers, so it should apply to most uh, normal institutions that use lactated. And then on odd months, they use saline. So in the context of this, the SMART trial was the isotonic solutions, S, and major M, adverse renal events uh, trial. So they're basically looking to see what is the outcome clinically in this patient in this patient populations with respect to changing from normal saline to lactated ringers. 
Um, and so basically the primary outcome was death, which seems to be a primary outcome in almost every study, <laughs> or if they had persistent renal abnormalities or if they had a requirement for new renal replacement treatment regimens. So those three, three uh, adverse outcomes were composite. So if you had any of those three, then you fell into that category for mortality. And so basically it was statistically significant for the lactated ringers group to have decreased mortality um, if that composite primary outcome is, was observed. Um, secondary outcomes did not show statistic significance. The important thing, and this is why we changed for our sepsis fluids resuscitation, is that um, their fluid amount that they used in these people was actually a median of 1 to 1.2 liters, so really a lot smaller than the normal sepsis resuscitation fluid sets. And then, um, in addition, the volumes for most septic patients, as well as their metabolic state when they were being resuscitated, would lend itself to, you know, theorizing that you would have an improved outcome with lactated ringers. And indeed, it did. It actually had an increased uh, percentage of mortality deficit with lactated ringers. So that's kind of how we came to use that in, in brief. Not brief. Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.